I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ooh. I thought you were going to say something. Well, I oh, thought you were going to say something. Instead, you went, ooh. I was, just, I was just setting it up. I thought you were going to be like, you're listening to bandwagons. about Halloween coming out November 1st girls am I right yeah <laughs> look we had this planned before we Literally. made the scheduling change so tough titties am I right welcome back to bandwagons hope you're well thanks also spooks happen that's true, yeah. all year round that's the scariest thought of all really isn't it spooks spooks, spooks don't, don't discriminate, discriminate. Uh, we're back you've sent in some spooky stories uh, I'm imminently heading away to Australia so we will be taking a couple of weeks off these main feed episodes but if you want to keep up with us there's still content over on Patreon and we'll be posting there as normal that's patreon.com forward slash bandwagons if you want to keep up with that Are you so excited? Am I so excited? Yeah Am I also like what the fuck am I doing? Yeah It's just very long very far away very close to Christmas you know Yeah Oh, yeah, but like Christmas, whatever. Christmas is just Christmas. Like this, you, they won't, these kind of chances, you just have to yeah, take them while they go. I know. I think it's it's always the thought that's worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I'll get there and it'll be class. Um, yeah, it's one step at a time. No, I get that. I'd be nervous as well. But if you don't do it now, you'd regret well, it. Well, literally, I don't think I'll ever do it. Like, so. Oh, yeah. Like, when else would you bloody go to Australia? Like, you know what I mean? Retirement. Not even. You'd be too old then. I'd be too old for those flights. Well, no, not necessarily before. Sorry, we're going to get the old people on us now. You take flights whenever you want and take flights as long as you want. I don't care. You can do it at any age. I don't care. Speaking for myself personally, I'm already weary and I'm 28 years of age. I'm not going to be able to do this when I'm fucking even 60, like, you know? Yeah. I'm going to download. I haven't actually, uh, like, watched much of... I have a Great Housewives of Beverly Hills to catch up on, so I have that. I'm going to download that for the plane. 
I had a couple of things bookmarked because you can bookmark what you want to watch on Emirates. And I was like, movies aren't great. I'm going to be honest. I thought the movies would be kind of better. Um, but I bookmarked, I didn't bookmark this, but I'm like, maybe I should. No Hard Feelings is on it. Oh yeah. Kenneth said that that's hilarious. Okay. I, lo- I, don't, I w- wouldn't be jumping at it, but apparently it's supposed to be really good. So in terms of TV shows, I have Love and Death, which I don't know anything about, but I remember seeing decent reviews. And I have 23 items in here. And if I watch them all, that should take up the entirety of the flight, which is good. Love and Death, there's seven episodes of that. I actually never finished Chernobyl, so I have the last two episodes of that. That's grand cheery. The Flight Attendant season one, because I've heard that was Don't watch The Flight Attendant on a plane. Well, it has nothing to do about planes, like... Oh, yeah, she's just a flight attendant in Japan. She gets, like, framed for, for a murder or something, I think. Yeah, I watched the first episode of that. Now, all of Succession is on the plane as well, so I'm like, do I just watch Succession again? Mm, yeah, I would. I don't think I started any movies. They have, like, Asteroid City, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Fast X, the new Indiana Jones, Elemental. Elemental is good. Elemental is good. Is Elemental good? Yeah. The music is good. It, I well, I watched it like with Nora in passing in the background, but I I thought it was good. Okay, I really like the music. Past but Lives I, is on the plane, which if I hadn't, which I'll probably watch that again because I did love it in the cinema. But I'm kind of now raging that I watched it in the cinema because if I'd had that for the plane, that would have been class. Yeah, and then there, sorry, no hard feelings. I already mentioned and talk to me, which I'm pretty sure is scary, and I'm not sure I want to watch a scary movie on the plane. Oh, the Little Mermaid's on the plane. But yes, we're going to watch that. Sorry, totally didn't yeah, see that. You, you don't want to be watching a, a scary, jump-scary movie on the plane. Or like also, Spider-Man Across like, oh. the... Yeah, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I'll watch that. I didn't see that earlier. After The Way of Water, I've seen that. I'm not going to watch it on the fucking plane. Joyride, I feel like I heard was okay. Okay, this is just me reading titles now, but... Okay, maybe I was wrong. Like, they have, like, Insidious, The Red Door and stuff, but again, I'm not watching a scary movie on a plane. Mm, that seems more insane to me than watching a plane crash movie on a plane. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Um, yeah, but you're not going to get spooked on a plane, probably. But you will, like... But what if you did and you're sitting next to someone? I need to check my seats as well. I feel like I, I panic booked them and I don't know where the fuck I am now. Because everyone's obviously, like, book book on the aisle so that if you need to get up to pace... Yeah, you're not going You can just go someone. straight away, you know? Yeah. And only, like, probably yeah. one person is disturbing you, you know? Yeah. You do have the trolleys then coming up and down, hitting your elbows as well. But they're not going to be bashing off my elbows. It's not an Emirates, surely. That's where the money is. Probably not. No, there's perks. There's perks to both. Just don't be in the middle. Oh, no, Jesus, no. I looked up to emigrate. To, to emigrate. I looked up to upgrade again. Was I telling you that? Was I saying this on no. the pod before? I looked. So I looked it up a couple of weeks ago. And I again, I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm definitely just going to upgrade one of the legs. I have it in my savings. Like Just one of your legs. Fuck it, whatever. Just one of my legs. Just one of the legs. But that's what everyone was saying. Everyone was like, don't upgrade the whole flight. Upgrade like the longest leg, which obviously makes sense, right? Yeah. And then I looked it up. I was like, I'll just pay it out of my savings, whatever it is, blah, blah. It was six grand, right? So then I was like, mm, okay, no. No. So, but it's gone down to like 1100. But even then, a load of people in, on Instagram are like, it's not worth um, upgrading because Emirates is so nice. So. You maybe, yeah, maybe you could save it for the way back when you're just weary and tired and yeah, that's you know what it. you're getting in for then. See, that's the thing. That that was my plan. I was like, I'll upgrade for the way back because then there's maybe I'll be some way rested when I get back and I could just kind of get halfway straight back into work. Not that that's very realistic, right? But they only have, it's only giving me like 
premium economy. It's not giving me business class. And that's the same. I don't know how they're working this, but like it's basically the same price to do premium economy as it would be to upgrade to business class for the flight over to Australia. So I'm wondering, do, is it booked out? Do I just wait and hope that it becomes mm. cheap? Because it not being funny, if it was like 500 quid, because I think with premium, premium economy, you get lie down seats. I don't give a fuck okay. about anything else. If I got a lie down seat and it was like 500 quid, I probably would pay that. But I don't know. Oh, this is crazy, isn't it? It's Can you be absolutely insane. Do I don't, I don't think so. I was bid. trying to figure this out and I was trying to Google it and I don't think so with um, Emirates. But I think yeah. when I bring my bag, I'm just going to ask. But like, yeah. again, I don't know. I feel like they hear that all the time and I'd say they're like, would you ever fuck off? You know what I mean? But like, I'm just going to ask. And if they're like, yeah, you can upgrade, but it's like X amount of money and it's whatever. The crazy amounts we've already said, then we may just sack it off. Yeah. What are your Halloween plans? You're- I saw Nora in spider dance. costume. Yeah, Nora is running much. around like Spider Girl um, with my sister at the minute. Which is Quiva. I'm sitting on Hilda's bed. We're at, we're at my mum's house, but um, Quiva is on midterm, so she has Nora as a spider running around the kitchen. Got help them both. Um, we don't have much. We were in Dunmore for the weekend with the Marks family, so we're back now. Have a nice time. Wrecked. Wrecked from having too much fun. Wrecked, yeah wrecked but it was great um i got to go to the pub for like four hours on my own with no baby no husband nothing just pints in the sea it was great perfect that's all you need yeah and then we had to go back to like family dinner after like but we had like me and like my sister-in-law had like three and a half pints each and she was getting sick at one end i was getting sick at the other end for the evening that was like absolutely pathetic that is absolutely pathetic it was like we'd never had pints before that was like me last Christmas though. Like I, again, I just, sorry, I don't know why I have Christmas on the brain for the people who think this is too early. They're going to be horrified. But I, me and my dad went for pints the Christmas Eve. We always go for pints Christmas Eve, but like yeah. something about last Christmas Eve. And I, it wasn't that I, I think I'd had like four pints and like the usually, usually five like fucks me up. Five is like, I, there's, you cannot no more or like you're ruining lives, right? Yeah. So it's like four, I was like, mm, whatever. I felt pretty drunk coming home, but like lashing the water into me, whatever. And I woke up and I was actually like a corpse on Christmas Day. Like I was, and there, it, my brother took a photo of me on his be real and I'm like grey. I look like Slender Man <laughs> or something. It's awful. So I, I was saying it to everyone this year. I was like, do not let me get that drunk with dad on Christmas Eve. There's just absolutely no need. Yeah. Like my parents are well able to drink. I don't get it. Like, again, sorry, maybe potentially going to be ages here, but I'm like, you're like... Everyone says drinking gets worse when you're older, but like I go out with you and I'm able, I don't know, maybe it's because he's a man. Now am I being sexist? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I know, maybe, Some people maybe just, just put away a drink. I don't get but it. But also maybe you just went into it like, it was just circumstantial on the day, like maybe you just went into it a little bit dehydrated or something. Potentially, yeah. So many factors. And just like set yourself off on the back foot. Mark hadn't drank in seven months and he had five pints the other night and he came back and he was like, I was in bed with Nora and he was like, fine but like very obviously trying to be more fine than he was and like like, like you know when you come into a dark room and you can't see anything but like my eyes had adjusted so I could see him do everything and I was could not stop laughing but like he was trying to find the light switch but like in a really like thought out like careful way and it's just like that's a man who's had five pints oh god after a lifetime of no pints so long to give up the you know, there's an episode in that I think about being sober curious 
yeah. get someone on. Yeah, also, I had an idea for another episode. Sorry that we're just actively planning oh, yeah. out loud on the podcast. Well, Keen actually, actually suggested this about like public transport stories. Now, Keen was like, oh, I'm not really sure how public transport is a bandwagon, but I was like, well, it's been, we're being encouraged Could to be. actually take it all the time. It should be more of a bandwagon than it is. Then we can just get people's absolutely insane bus stories. Let's do yeah, that more. I feel like back. be so gross. I yeah, it's absolutely. Gonna be like oh, someone 100%. clipping their toenails or something. It's going to be absolutely disgusting. Um, but sorry, you know, are you going to... Oh yeah, go for it. No, you go. No, you go. Well, I was just going to say, are you going to go trick-or-treating or is she still too small? She's... Uh, we'll just go like to... Your family. Like, her, other, her other grandparents, yeah. And then yeah. like, because it's like a Tuesday, everyone was like, oh, come, are you going to come over trick-or-treating? And I was like, oh, maybe, yeah. And then they were like, okay, well, we're not back till after six, you know. And I was like, we'll be home anytime after six. And I'm like, okay, well... Nora goes to bed at seven, so we'll, or like, you know, it's, she's just too small. She can't really, and there's no point in dragging her around late because she'll just be screaming, crying. Yeah. And no fun. So there's not, not even any point in like trying to keep her up to go trick-or-treating. Neither then, of us are here for the trick-or-treaters again. And we only yeah. just put a Christmas sticker. We like, ma'am, thank God for her, got me Halloween. two scabby spider webs because ma'am hates Halloween. And like, I was never a huge fan of it. Growing up, like I like dressing up, but I don't like the association with Halloween. You know what I mean? If that makes yeah. sense. Um, and mom, some, but mom got, but like everyone, like the estate is full of young families. So like the estate like takes it very seriously. Like the Halloween decorations are very good. So, and, but I forgot we had them and came up to take them down for the attic or whatever, like to the scabbiest pipe cleaner spider webs like you've ever seen. And I've masking taped it to the door. Like it's pathetic. Like, and then, and then we were talking about last night. Kim was like, neither, I'm working this evening. So I'm not going to be home until probably eight and he's not going to be home until, I think he's going somewhere after work that he's not going to be here. He was like, there's no point getting sweets. Like f- fully neither of us are here. And by the time we are here, it's going to be too late. I was like, for fuck's sake, like these days yeah. are going to be like those two scabby witches, witch and warlock, number 16. Yeah, I know. Is it, you just give your number away. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying my fucking estate. Yeah, fair enough. Um, if yeah, I'm able we to work like, out my address from me giving the number 16. Then you deserve fair, to run Fair enough. Come to my house, I'll give you a tenner. And then you can <laughs> fuck off away from me forever. I don't know. That's in, that's impressive. Is it really bad to just like pretend you're not home? No, my mom actually I, does that literally every single year. Now they're yeah, in the country, I, so like no one would really be calling anyway. But mom, uh, mom started that like a couple of years ago and just has never stopped. Yeah. Lots of people do it. I know, but I feel bad like because... Like Nora's gonna probably be trick or treating one day, and you'll be like, "Oh, you know, just give her, just open the door, give her a treat." Like, but like, we just like, I don't, but like, some years arts. you might not be in the form, and then I do yeah. get the argument that like, I don't know, you're all you're up and down, fucking like Jackie Bluebell all night opening the front door, yeah. like. And I don't want to be like if I'm waking up, if I'm opening the front door over and over again, Nora's gonna like wake up, and it's a whole thing. Are you gonna get trick or treaters? Just... Do you reckon? Yeah, like our state's pretty big, and there's a good few kids around. We'll get like a, we'll get a few. Do you have Halloween decorations up? <clears throat> no, but no one does really. Well, not 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 in my estate. Let me tell you, we've got some freaky deaky shit going on around here, <clears throat> and lots of pumpkins. I have to say, very impressed with the pumpkin displays. We, we didn't get a pumpkin this year, which I'm kind of glad we didn't because the our pumpkin went manky last year. Yeah, we got a tiny little one and just put some stickers and drew a face on it with the marker, and Nora calls him Patch for some reason. Fair. so that's it but like it's indoors no one knows no one knows for all they know we might not celebrate Halloween in our house yeah 
Um, anyway. Before we get into our spooky story, sorry, if anyone is still feeling the Halloween spirit and is looking for a good, this is a mini bandwagon, if anyone's looking for a scary movie to watch, Barbarian, me and Kian watched on the whatever day, sometime at the weekend. It's on Disney Plus. It stars Justin Long. It's, without giving too much away, it's like there's an Airbnb, this girl arrives, she's booked it and realizes there's someone else actually staying there. It's been double booked and like, obviously freaky deaky shit ensues. It's like, it's scary, but what I liked about it is it wasn't very reliant on jump scares. If you're not a big fan of gore, it's not incredibly gory. There are some gory moments, but it's not, it's not a saw. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very good and like you're questioning kind of people's characters and like pe- like the people's morals and stuff like that very good and also not that long I don't think just under two hours so did you watch um the fall of the house of usher no but heard that was good apparently someone said it was like um like if hill house met met succession yeah, because it's like they're all. It sounds like your dream. Yeah, I, I just feel mm. like, and I know it's like an anthology. Your man Mike, whatever his name is, who's doing it, yeah, and that it's, it's all the same them. actors. But I just can't imagine them any other. Like Haunting of Hill House was so good that I just yeah. feel like they're chasing that again. And like, did Haunting of Bly Banner didn't enjoy anywhere near as much. No. I didn't watch Midnight Mass, but I heard okay things. And I think there's been one more. No, maybe there has been one more in between. I don't know. I just, it, it, I'm not saying I'll never watch. Maybe I'll watch it for the plane. Me having just said I'm not watching anything scary for the plane. I'll watch House of Usher. I don't think it's jump scares either though. I think it's more like psychologically and then a little bit gore, like some gory deaths. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like the trailer I just found a bit like, I don't know how to explain it, like, um, costumey or like. Yeah. Forced. Stage amateurish is what it looked like with the whole, the way they were being made up to be this family or something. I don't know. I thought it was very, I thought it was a bit, the trailer didn't fucking draw me in. Let's put it like that. But. Okay. Again, if anyone thinks it's good and I should watch it on a flight, let me know because I, I have 22 hours that need to be filled to the brim. So. Yeah. Okay, let's get into Spooky the biggest bandwagon of all, which is paranormal experiences. Yeah, true day. Okay, so what do we said? I'll go from the first one that we got in. You go from the bottom. Yes. <coughs> yeah. Bottom. yeah. Keeping these anon, honestly. Uh, and, oh, uh, <laughs> obviously. Keeping these anon, obviously. Oh my God. Um, and we'll pick a few ominously. people. <laughs> ominously, yes. We'll pick a few people for wagon hats. I have the hats and obviously I am heading away. So they will be delivered. They will be sent at the end of the, at the end of November. So you will have them in time for Christmas, but I can't guarantee them before that. But every breed will be in touch and then I will send them out. Yes. Okay. Hey gals, love the pod. So before this happened, I never really believed in ghosts, but this experience freaked me out so much. I was on holidays in Spain with my parents when I was 16. We were staying in this old house in a tiny village My bedroom was on the ground floor to the front of the house and my parents was up two flights of stairs to the back. On our second night there, in the middle of the night, I woke up to the sure sense there was someone else in the room. I hate, I hate this already. I remember Mm. looking over and this old man was hunched in the corner. I was absolutely paralysed in fear when I noticed him. He was dressed in kind of draping sheets, barefoot, 
and weirdly holding his hand out with coins in it. Like I've had dreams before, but this was so different, so, so vivid. And I had such a sense of him being there across from me. He went to open his mouth to start talking before he screamed in terror. And my mom, thinking I was being murdered and nearly breaking her neck, flying down the stairs, came running into the room trying to convince me it was just a dream. The sense he was there disappeared when she came in and with her continuously trying to convince me it was just a nightmare. I reluctantly agreed and went back to sleep. I felt uneasy in the room the rest of the holiday and couldn't shake the feeling the man had been there. Fast forward to the last day and I'm sitting in the kitchen when the man who rented us the house comes to collect the keys. He started talking to my mom about the area, saying archaeology was done 20 years ago and they found a lot of artifacts from the 16th century. What he said next turned my blood cold and I nearly fell off the chair I was sitting on. Offhand, just as he was about to leave, he turns to my mom and says, actually, they found coins under this house dating back to the late 1500s. Let's just say I was glad it was the last day and I found I found that out and that I didn't have to sleep in that room again. Freaked. No. Freaked. No. Freaked. Absolutely not. Do you, will you do the next story? And I'm going to Google what it means if you see a ghost holding coins because there has to be some kind of... Well, he, like, he's just... I don't think it means... But what is he, he's what is he doing? Look at my look at my coins. Isn't this neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Yeah, maybe he was a beggar man. Why would you be begging if you had the coins? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he wanted more. Greed. More. Um. Anyway. Yeah, a lot of a lot of these really like would will raise will raise tears on my skin. So let's keep going. Um. Hey, Vanilla and Breed. Hope you guys are doing well. I just I know you guys always keep it on, but anyways. Just wanted to say to please not say my name. I wanted to say also that I love the pod so much and have spent an inordinate amount of time listening to you guys. I have hashtag clinical depression and it's really amazing for me to have something so comforting, warm and funny to listen when I am really low. Thank you guys. We don't mean to laugh at clinical depression, but being having it's it described hashtag. as hashtag clinical depression is very amusing, but we're very glad to have been of any comfort too. That's very nice. Yes. Um, onto the story or stories, I suppose. I will try to keep this brief and succinct. To preface the stories, I am a massive cynic and not a believer in the supernatural or ooky spooky. I do think these stories all have reasonable explanations, but they are also creepy AF, so I love sharing them with people. All take place in the same house. Five or six years ago, pre-pandemic anyways, time has truly lost all meaning. A group of us did a Ouija board. I don't know if that's the right verb usage or is it used a Ouija board? As previously stated, I am a cynic and I entered into the activity in good spirits and with mild interest, but without feeling any trepidation or fear. Um, we used a mirror that hung on the wall, usually as the board itself, hung on the wall, usually as the board itself. One of the guys used lipstick or something to draw the symbols, etc. on it. In retrospect, it kind of seems like a waste of lipstick, but it wasn't my lipstick, so not my cross to bear. Initially, nothing happened. We were all just sat around with glasses of red wine in the dark, staring at the shot glass we were using at the pusher, as the pusher thingy. Then the shot glass began moving. We were all touching it with the tips of our baby fingers. Obviously, we all started to accuse each other of pushing it. It went down to two people only with their fingers on the shot glass and we made them hold their fingers so they were only barely touching it. Like it genuinely looked like the shot glass was moving by itself. It was a deeply tense moment. And it got tenser for yours truly. So the questions we asked were if the spirit or whatever wanted anything from us. The shot glass moved towards the first letter of my name and then stopped. I was like, well, lots of words start with that letter. This is obviously a coincidence. Then it moved to the second letter of my name. At this point, I was like, guys, quit fucking with me. But everybody else reasonably pointed out that the two people with their fingers on the shot glass were barely touching it. So how could either of them be pushing the shot glass? 
This was a tremendously fair point, but did not appeal to my cynical sensibilities. I took a suspicious sip of red wine and put my glass down on a table near the Ouija board. The glass was not super close to anyone, including me, and had been set down carefully. This is important. But then the guy who was playing the playing the MC role, I really don't have an extensive Ouija-related vocabulary, asked if the spirit was here for me. The shot glass slowly and without seeming to be pushed by the two pink fingers, barely, with the two pinky fingers barely on it, moves across the mirror to, yes, great. Then the MC asks why it wants to talk to me. I swear to God, everybody is holding their breath as the shot glass slowly, as if by its own volition, moves to the section that says death. The second it hits death, my wine glass overturns and the red wine spills all over the Ouija board mirror and it looks like blood. As stated before, the wine glass had been laid down flat and nobody had knocked into it or anything like that. Nobody understood how or why it just overturned and completely spilled over the glass. I was obviously devastated at the complete waste of wine. I just realised I said I would keep this brief and it's super long. Lol, apologies. Then in the same house, I have a few spooky occurrences otherwise, but I will share the creepiest for the sake of brevity. Now, I've had sleep sleep paralysis a few times and each time it's obviously chilling when it happens, but this was one of was the one that still creeps me out when I think of it. It was during the pandemic. I was the only one in the house because my housemates both ended up back in their hometowns. I am slightly spooked of the dark, so would always leave the door of my bedroom open with the hall light on so that the light could get in. I triple check the locks each night too. Anyways, this particular sleep paralysis, I woke up, if that's the right term, and I was facing the doorway and could see a light coming in from the hall. And I just knew that something was outside the door. I felt a presence and I knew that something was going to happen, but of course I couldn't move an inch. For ages I was staring at the door with that creepy and cold feeling that something else was with me, but I couldn't move and I couldn't stop it. Eventually a small figure appears in the doorway, a tiny blonde girl with very, no. very pale, no. with large eyes, no. wearing wearing white pajamas. No. This Absolutely is exactly not. what Nora looks like at bedtime. I don't know how to explain how I knew, but she was in trouble or something was troubling her. Her eyes were really wide and she looked scared, but like she couldn't verbalize why. And of course, I couldn't speak to her because Yegero was paralyzed. Also, I knew something was troubling her, but she was troubling me. Like, get out of my gaff, weird girl. I can't protect you. Also, I feel like so many horror movies have warned me about creepy kids and shown me that they are trouble with a capital bloody T. She shyly kept walking toward walking closer to my bed little baby steps not saying a word my sense of danger kept heightening something bad was coming for her and her getting closer to me meant it was going to hit me too every step she took closer my anxiety got worse and I wanted to scream but I couldn't when she reached the edge of the bed all I could think was please 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 don't touch me do not touch me do not touch me after that I can't remember anything the next morning I was hella spooked and checked every room in the house nada Again, I assumed it was the sleep paralysis, but a lot of friends I have told, I have told, genuinely believe that she was a ghost or spirit. Okay, that's all, folks, because I'm aware this is super long. Feel free not to use this if it won't fit in. Just wanted to share as it is spooky season. Keep up the great work. Are you well? Are you well after that? Because I'm not. No. Why are kids so much creepier? So much creepier ghost kids it's mad how she's had a couple of experiences though you know that kind of way yeah maybe she's what is it like drawn in what is it like like why does it happen to some people more than others Mm. are you just more susceptible to believe 
to believe if you're like less cynical. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I googled the thing about ghosts leaving coins and I found possibly the funniest Reddit post ever. My friends, I'm wondering if someone could provide some insight into my recent experiences. I moved into my apartment uh, in August of last year. The top level of a house, if that means anything. A few months in, I came home. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. From a weekend away and both shower knobs were turned all the way on and the shower had been running. Downstairs neighbour had no clue uh, when it came on. Now, over the course of the last few weeks, I found multiple coins, mostly pennies, appear on top of the door frames. I've researched a little, and this seems pretty common, but no relatives or friends have died recently. What then do you mean it's up- common? Then we have an update. <laughs> update. Turns out my asshole brother left the pennies months ago, and the series of small <laughs> earthquakes we've been having bumped them to the edge of the door frame. I'm both furious and impressed. He got me good. But what? apparently there is, a, there is more a thing around... I couldn't find anything about someone appearing to you and offering you money, but apparently it's a big thing of, of hearing coins drop. Um, and that kind of being aligned with the afterlife and paranormal things. Uh, ghosts tend to be mischievous like that. The one thing the most experts can say for sure is that the occurrence is almost always associated with paranormal activity. Coins mysteriously appearing in random corners of a house or falling out of the sky with no explanation can usually be attributed to some type of paranormal activity. Meaning for hearing no. coins drop. In many religious practices, it's common to place coins on the eyes of the dead. It wouldn't be odd to think the sound of coins falling could mean that a recently passed person has just risen. That sound would be the coins falling off their face. No! Oh, the idea of the dead rising in this case could mean they have officially left this realm and passed on to the next realm. Many consider the sound a good thing, as if the person leaving is sending a sign of a final goodbye. Some individuals like- in the community have come to believe that episodes involving coins are caused by poltergeist activity or shadow people. So I feel haunted reading this. I'm getting out of this article now. But like, you don't, there's no use for coins in the afterlife. Is that why they're like just fucking them around? The, How the do you Israel? know? The ghosts have a thriving economy. There's no capitalism in the the, the next world. There's capitalism the everywhere, babe. That's it. They've got you. See, that's we, that's where, <laughs> that's where we're failing here, right? Even the ghosts yeah. are suffering. Right. Um, sorry, let me bring up this next one. Hi guys, this might be a bit of a long one, so no idea if this will end up making in the podcast, but thought I'd share anyway. Well, it's your lucky day because it has. My paranormal encounters come from my mother's side of the family and I have some of their stories and my own personal encounter with this said ghost. I would also like to mention that even though I don't really believe in it, my mother's side of the family is, to find the lack of a better word, gifted. My nana herself was someone of a medium. She would read people's tea leaves and hands to see their fortune and more times than not she was right. She'd also seen the Banshee at least once to my knowledge. Is there only one Banshee or are there multiple Banshees? 
The the banshee is just the banshee. The banshee. The banshees of Inishirin. Imagine being the banshee. You're not a banshee. You're you're the definite article. Yeah, that is a good question. Is the banshee is just like it's a feeling more than a person, is it? (laughs) <laughs> Maybe there's one like boss one, but then they have multiple smaller like ones. Bees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like bees. Yeah. Like there's a queen is banshee it, and then there's the rest of them. It is. Um, I don't know. If you're a banshee, get in touch. Banshee's podcast. But banshee is like, it's like, comes from the Irish would be like singular. Banshee, like. Okay. I'd mm. imagine. Thank God for the grammar duck girls. Am I right? <laughs> okay, interesting. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. She'd also seen the Banshee at least once, to my knowledge, and as soon as her vision with the Banshee ended, a friend called to the door with the news that their son had just died in a motorcycle accident. Jesus Christ. So safe to say she had something, and at least myself and my cousins, when we were young, all saw or heard someone, but I can get to those stories later. It all happened in my Nana's house uh, around, I want to say, the 70s. My mom had a pretty big family. She's the oldest, but we one younger sister and three younger brothers. The house itself was a bit older when they moved in and had one other occupant before they lived there, a man named Audrey, who had died in the house some years prior. And safe to say, he never left. He was the ghost of the house for a good while and the family came to nicknaming him Little Audrey, who, why had the little, little, I honestly don't know. I'm not too sure how long it took before they all started noticing things. One thing that always comes to mind when remembering the stories is on occasion they would be walking down the main hall and the hall would be covered in smoke. But it never smelled of traditional smoke. It smelled of myrrh, which being a big Irish Catholic family in the 70s, they noticed from all the times they would be used in mass. Oh, sorry, myrrh. Sorry, I pronounced that word. Frankincense and myrrh. They found out that Mm. Audrey used to always read the newspaper and smoke his pipe at the end of the staircase, which is where the smoke was coming from. Sorry, I'm going to make a side note here. Imagine now... The ghosts of like our generation, they're all going to be vaping. Yeah, it's going to be like blueberry cotton candy. You're just going to get it. You're going to move into a house and be like, why does this smell? Why does this house smell like kiwi ice? What the fuck? Yeah. There were other occasions, don't vape. We're not encouraging that, by the way. But anyway, um, there were other occasions where he would mess with the lights in the house, but he never did anything that harmed anyone in the house until one night. Oh, fuck. The event happened late in the night while everyone was sleeping and happened to my mother. She was fast asleep only to immediately wake up with not being able to move or breathe. She was able to let out some moans and groans, which my aunt was able to hear and come in to see her. She tried to lift her up, but she was fully pushed down on the bed and couldn't be moved. She then went and woke everyone else in the house up uh, and three of her brothers tried to lift her up, but still couldn't budge her. Fuck. After about five minutes of trying to help her, she was finally able to sit up and start to actually catch her breath. It turns out that the room my mom slept in was the same room little Audrey did as well. And what they say happened was Audrey just lay down on the bed to sleep as well and didn't care. <laughs> And didn't care that he was lying right on top of my mother. <laughs> my mother. <laughs> Suffocating her. After he's like, fuck this, I have to go to bed. <laughs> now years on. Now years on. I've thought back to this moment and feel like what actually might have happened was my mom was experiencing sleep paralysis. I prefer the Audrey sleeping on her theory. She said that she never slept in that room again and it never happened again. But from what I've learned about SP is that it can happen to you once in your life and never again. It isn't something that is recurring or something one specific people are prone to. It can happen to anyone. But even though she did show the signs of sleep paralysis, it doesn't explain how my three uncles couldn't help lift her up or why she couldn't breathe. At least to me anyway, I don't think those are symptoms of it. The lifting is weird. The breathing, yeah, not sure. Because I think you can get like shortness of breath or like you're kind of hold, sometimes nearly holding your breath during it. Yeah. The lifting though is weird. 
that was most of what I can remember happened to my mom when she was younger. After that incident, they had a priest come into the house to bless it and get little Audrey to pass on. And he seemed to be gone for a while. But either he came back or there was always more than one ghost in the house because they did still have some odd things happen around the house, mainly lights still flickering. One of the ghosts we were sure of was my great-grandmother who died a few years after I was born. I never saw anything, but my youngest cousin did when she was around five. She was out in the back playing when she said to my uncle, who's that lady in your room? He looked up no! and there was... He looked up and there was a silhouette of a woman staring directly outside the window of his upstairs bedroom. He ran up to see who was there, but there was no one in the room and no one else upstairs at the time. Later on, my cousin pointed out to a picture on the mantelpiece saying, that's her, that's the lady who was in the room. The picture, no. of course, being of my great-grandmother <clears throat> taken a few years before she had passed away. No, that just gave me goosebumps everywhere. Now, this is their everywhere. own paranormal experience. Back when I was 19, I stopped over to my Nana's house on my way back from college. My mom was over there picking something up or just stopping by to check in on something. I decided to head over as it wasn't too far and I would rather lift home than get in the bus or train. I stopped at, well, public transport, okay? That's what's scary is your lack of commitment to public transport, anonymous listener. I'm only asking. Um, I stopped in, hung around for a bit. My mom had told me that my uncle and his girlfriend were gone for the next few days. So the girlfriend... So, so the house was empty. So the house to all... <laughs> the house was empty for the rest of the weekend essentially my nana at this point was in a nursing home due to having dementia so my uncle lives and looks after the house okay fair enough when my mom told me this I asked would it be okay if I stayed here myself I thought it would be great to be on my own for a bit house to myself watch the movies or takeaway and maybe invite some friends over for some drinks she replied back <laughs> with what are you laughing at this person was 19 now bear that in mind they have free gaff like free haunted gaff <laughs> Your, your uncle's gone on holidays. Oh, cool. Do you mind if I stay in his house and bring some friends over? <laughs> some time to myself with with all my friends, well, all my closest friends. Yeah, fair. Just say you wanted a gaff. It's fine. We're not going to yeah. judge. Uh, told her why I wanted to stay, in brackets, didn't mention the inviting friends over part. Oh, here we go. And she said that if I really wanted to, then sure. I was stoked, to say the least. My mom was still around for a bit. And when we were talking about me staying, we both heard a smash come from the downstairs toilet. I wanted to check it out and no word of a lie, the light bulb in the toilet just fell out of the socket. I had a look at the, the sock to see if maybe it was damaged and that's why it fell out. But no, it was totally fine there, and there was no reason why it would have just dropped out like that. I basically went back and told my mom and sh- she shrugged it off. At this point in my life, I kind of thought that most paranormal stuff is quite bullshit, never really any good ev- evidence and, w- and would usually be orbs and videos, which I still think is dumb. But what happened next really has made me believe in at least some of it. I went back to the toilet with a brush and spade to clean up the mess. I got down on my knees and while I was cleaning the mess, I can see a shadow being cased down onto me and getting this total feeling of dread and fear when it did. I was too scared to look back, so I just quickly picked up the broken glass and got out as fast as I could. I then went right to my mom and said, I think I've changed my mind. I want to head home with you in a bit. She just looked at me like, would you ever make up your mind? And said that she was leaving in a bit. I then told her I would wait in the car and got out as fast as possible. I didn't want to mention anything that happened while I was in the house, but I told her in the car as soon as she got in. And she did believe me and understood why I wanted to go home. She also said that whoever it was definitely didn't want me in the house alone and wanted its own privacy. That ghost wanted to have a gaffer is what was go- actually going on. Yeah, they were having the monster mash. So that's pretty much all I have. There's a few occurrences that have happened to me, but they were the ones that always stood out to me. <laughs> Weird. Again, like that person and that family, like plagued (laughs) by ghosts, plagued by supernatural shit. Like, yeah, it's the fact that it's not just that person; it's their cousins, it's their mom. Everyone had some kind of experience, and they were all different, you know. Yeah, but uh, do you think? I do think there's an element of like people being generally more open to stuff like that happening to them. But then there's also an argument to be said 
that like, oh, like if my mom, like my grandmother is convinced that she sees things in this house, so not everyone else is on high alert for seeing things and probably feels things yeah. more than they more than they would have noticed if it if they if no one else had felt it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It could go it could be a bit about it could be I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to talk myself out of this now so I don't get freaked out when I go home. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Hello. So this is a story that freaked the hell out of my parents. When I was three and a half, my paternal grandfather died of a stroke. My parents got the call from the hospital around 7, 8 p.m. when little old me was in bed. Rather than wake a small child and upset her with news that her grandfather had died. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. (laughs) That was awful because it was murder on the dance floor as hell. Are you scrolling? Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I went out of the, I went out of the app, sorry. Give me a heart attack. Rather than wake a small child and upset her with the news that her grandfather had died, they decided to wait until the following day to explain it to me. Sometime between 12am and 1am, my parents heard something stir in the hallway. My mom went to investigate. Everybody calls their mom, mom. Yeah, what's the crack with that? That's Maybe what we need I'm learning. To, we need to abandon this is our survey. What's going on here? That's Where a, are all these people the third from mom story. Um, yeah. Went to investigate. I was sitting in the entrance hall by our front door, sitting crisscross applesauce and talking gently to myself. But my mom asked what was wrong and why I was up out of bed. I replied, I just had to say goodbye to my granddad pops. I'll go back to bed now. My mom remarks that although, although my eyes were open, I didn't seem fully awake, almost like I was sleepwalking. My mom brought me back to bed and I didn't say anything else, just fell fast asleep. I think I'm the only one who slept that night. The next day when I woke up, my parents asked me again, why, asked me about why again was I in the hall and who was I talking to? I repeated that my granddad asked me to come say goodbye to him. But later in the day and for the rest of my life, I've had no recollection of this. My parents remarked that it still creeps them out and have come to the conclusion that there must be a logical explanation they can't figure out. I'm not a very logical person and not very spiritual. I'm not a believer in the supernatural, but I'm at a loss to explain. Oh, sorry. I am a very logical person. They're a logical person. I was about to say, I was thinking, guys, so what are you then? <laughs> I'm a very logical person, not very spiritual and not a believer in the supernatural, but I'm at a loss to explain my baby psychic moment. Anyway, have a happy Halloween. Oh, I don't know. I wonder are kids more susceptible? They must be. Apparently so, yeah, but like, it's like toddler. Did you ever hear about that um, little boy that they can't explain and he was it's on it's on podcast and I think there's a show on Netflix and all but it's like this little boy and from when he could ever like start to speak or draw or like communicate he would tell stories about himself in a past life as a as a as a like a fighter what is it called like a air force pilot fighter pilot like yeah something like that and he died in a plane crash and like from this like from when he was very small age he could describe like the, the fire and like terrifying and like could come out came out with like really specific things about this got this man and his wife and his friends but and stuff then, and they were able to fact check it that this man did exist and the people that the little boy would talk about were like his friends and stuff like they it like he knew so much about this man who had been dead for years and years oh no that's fucking um, weird it's that's weird worse. and they can't they can't debunk well like I don't know if it's been debunked but like his parents are like we don't know what the fuck this is 
no Look it up. It's, it, Cause I was yeah, just I about to be like, like I do I believe in reincarnation? Suppose it depends on the day, like in terms of past yeah. lives and stuff like that. But I was about to argue that it was probably a very vivid nightmare or something that the child had had. But if you're saying that yeah. they were to fact check it, that's fucking bizarre. That was, that's how it started. I think a uh, little boy with past life. Um, he used to wake up with nightmares and be like, I'm in a plane, get me out of the plane, get me out, get me out, I'm stuck or whatever. And that, that's how it started. And then he would come out with more and more details. Who was the little boy that was re- reincarnated? Maybe there's loads of them. Okay, while you're looking up that, I'm going to go on to the next story. Okay. Hello, not sure if this is the kind of story you're looking for, but anyway. My little lad, who was two, nearly three, was a Chatterox. My two grandfathers had passed when I was a child and we have two photos of them hanging up in our sitting room. We never spoke about them to the child and he never questioned the photographs. We live beside my father's home place and my father and his father, Jimmy, and my mother's father, Joe, built the house we live in now. One day we were at home watching TV on a typical raining day in Ireland. The child got up and ran to the window. Ooh, what's this? He said. I said, it's no one. It must have been a bird. The child said, no, it must have been Jimmy. He walks around the house keeping everyone safe. I was shocked. I said, who's Jimmy? The child replied, the man who lives next door. I was still as confused as ever. And the child with a sweet little voice said, look, ma'am, pointing at the photos, that's Jimmy and that's Joe. I waited till I was with my husband and my parents and I questioned them to see if they'd ever told him who was in the pictures. They all replied no and swore to me that they never have. They were as shocked as I was when I told them what happened. This went on for a few years. Uh, he would have conversations with them, playing with them, hearing his voice shout, Jimmy's at the door again, ma'am. It's kind of reassuring oh in some ways. Yeah. Also, yeah, because before- you know the ghost. Yeah, like but like a, I just... It was a fond... It was a friendly Yeah, ghost. actually. Yeah, I suppose. Like a family member. Also, before we had this child, we unfortunately lost a baby. Very sorry to hear that. Uh, the son was born and 20 months later, his sister was born. One evening, he comes in looking for the baby. We said, oh, she's having a nap. And he said, no, not her. The other baby, it looks like her, but it's not. We thought he maybe meant a baby doll, but he soon reassured us that this baby is real. But his baby sister, like his baby sister, but it's a little different with wings like a bird. As the years went by, he eventually grew to this. Anyway, that's my paranormal story. Yeah. Maybe the veil is just thinner for kids. Must be. <clears throat> Has to be. Nora wakes up um, meowing and talking about cats a lot. So maybe my house has been haunted by dead cats. I think she's just into cats, so no. She, she woke up. Even when we I'd, were away, I'm sorry, was, I'd much rather dead people onto my house than dead cats. Yeah, she always wakes up like, meow, meow, cat, cat. And like, we were when we were away, we were sharing a bed, like a big bed, the three of us, and she woke up in the middle of the night on her hands and knees and just looked me dead in the eye and went, rah. And I was like, okay, back to sleep now. And she just laid down and went back to sleep. So maybe she, she used to be a cat in a past life or something. Maybe. Maybe. I googled about this little boy who lived before. Um... It was like James, his name was James Leininger, a boy who had a ver- who had verifiable past life memories of being a World War II pilot. And apparently there's loads of stories of this. There was another boy who had verifiable memories of being a Hollywood extra and talent agent. He's 10 years old, which is kind of crazy, isn't it? That is insane. <clears throat> there's loads of them. Like I literally can't even find the specific one I remember because there's just so many stories of children who have me- like really vivid memories and verifiable memories of past lives. Three-year-old recalls past life, identifies killer and location of body. Jesus Christ. 
<clears throat> that's a whole other thing in itself. Yeah. Um, hey, gals, this story is from before my boyfriend and I lived together and I was staying in his for the weekend. His house always gave me spooky vibes and his parents always mentioned that they would see things. I'm not a big believer, but I believe enough that I was spooked. Anyway, his parents are getting work done on their bathroom. So for a few days, there were builders around. Me and my boyfriend are in the kitchen and the doorbell rang and my boyfriend went to answer it. While he was gone, I saw who I assumed was a builder walk past the window where their side entrance was. I didn't see him come into the back garden, so I assumed the gate was locked. My boyfriend came back from the door and I forgot about your man. A little while later, I went, oh, did, wait, did the builder get in in the end? He tried the side gate. And my boyfriend said that there weren't any builders in that day. I told him I saw someone walk past the window. He just looked at me and told me to follow him. I went outside and walked past the same. He went outside and walked past the same window. I couldn't see him. The window was at least eight foot off the ground. Their house is so weirdly put together. I couldn't get over it and kept insisting that I saw someone. I saw it clear as day. Someone from the shoulders up walked past. <clears throat> he believed me because his dad said he had seen someone walk past the window when they first moved in and always said he was a woman. There was a woman in the back garden. I saw a few other things in that time, in my time in that house, like things darting past windows and weird shadows and shapes in the hallway. One time I felt a hand touch my head in the shower. And when no. I told my boyfriend... No, your head! When I told my boyfriend, he said the same had happened to him before. It spooked me out so much and I'll never forget it. Hope you enjoy, gals. Can't, love the pod. Can't wait for all the spooky stories. No. That is terrifying. I hate terrifying. that. Terrifying. That's like a whole new level of like seaweed touching your leg in the sea. Like. Oh, mm. no, I couldn't be at that. Okay, we had one more. This came in on Instagram. Bandwagon's podcast, oh, yeah. if you want to follow us. I've been working in a museum, in museums for the last few years now, and I don't know why, but they're just havens for all things haunted. I think that makes sense. Last year, I spent some time working in a British military museum, in brackets for my sins. The museum was located in an old military base that closed in the late 80s. Every person you spoke to had their own ghost stories, so here are my favourites. One cleaner refused to enter one section of the museum. She was watch, washing floors in a bathroom years ago, and as she washed the floor, muddy footprints kept appearing and would not move the more she washed the spot. Nah. Oh, God. Nah. 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 Absolutely not. Customer service assistants would be present throughout the museum if people wanted to ask questions, etc., in another section, which, of course, was an old prayer room. Bare feet prints used to appear on the ground every so often and then disappear and then reappear. I'll send pics, which they did. You oh would God, constantly people hear walk or feel a breeze pass you when there was absolutely no way it was just a breeze from outside. This didn't really bother me. I just whispered to myself, like, if there was someone there, please leave me alone. One of the classrooms was located in a staff room for servicemen during the war. I would not close the door if I was in there on my own and absolutely always kept the radio on in case I would ever hear anything. Absolutely loved it, though. And I suppose we should be more afraid of the living. Uh, am I right, girls? <laughs> yeah, she she sent on a picture of the footprints. Now, the, not the muddy floor ones, obviously, but the one... The bare free feet prints, right? I'm going to be honest. Can that, I feel like that can be explained. I feel like I've been That's very someone... open up until this point. I'm like, could this be explained? I think yeah. the other shit and other sections are probably haunted. And I think given the history of it, yeah. The footprints, I'm like probably just staying to girl you know I don't know yeah you looked at the photos did you I did but I didn't read the the message and now I can't log in well look at the oh look at the oh see yeah sorry fuck I need to send you the login um I will once I get in I'm gonna look at them I do think like what if there's someone just like doing a little like 
night in the museum thing after hours where they're just kind of like walking around in their feet. You know? Yeah. What if there's people getting busy at some point in some parts of the museum and they're just, it's all like. I also feel like push prints are less scary than hand prints. Yeah. That person could just be walking around, you know? They're just walking around. Yeah, hand prints, there's something, something more like aggressive about hand prints. Yeah. Like, ah, get me out, help me. Hand prints, yeah. Hand prints on a wall, dragged across a wall, not a buzz, not a buzz. I'm um, have the willies now. Yeah, have you had anything spooky happen to you recently? I haven't, actually, thank God. No, my spooky feelings all come from my head. <laughs> like if I get into my head. Girls, oh. am I right? <laughs> yeah. What if, uh, no, if I like think about like, maybe I have a bad feeling in here, then I'll get a bad feeling in here. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, oh, maybe something. Do you know if I've watched something or, I don't know. I do, no, I don't, I don't really... I've had like light bulbs flickering and kind of thought I've seen things in a mirror walking past or whatever, but like nothing concrete that I could be like, that was definitely paranormal. But you know the way sometimes people are like, it's just your mind playing tricks on you. But why does your mind want to do that? And I'm also like, we're in charge of all our own brains. Why are we letting ourselves do that? You know what yeah. I mean? Are we just yeah. all a bit fucking stupid? Like, yeah, just don't, don't think scary things and then scary things won't happen. Do you know there's like no, I don't think that, well, I said now, watch me, watch me be 100% wrong on this. But there's no you proof. You 100% wrong on this podcast. <laughs> Never happened before ever. There's no proof that your consciousness is located in your head. Where, where is it then? My arse. What do you mean? That's exactly like. But how do you like mean? People, but how? What? There's no proof that like your consciousness where your wherever your consciousness is coming from is located in your head. That's what Mark told me, and then I was like, "Well, what the fuck's your brain for?" And no, he was like, "Yeah, fair enough." Your brain somewhere, but then I don't know because like we, we communicate through our eyes and our mouth and our ears, so people just assume that it's there. I don't know. Maybe it's wrong. You're freaking. That's I, that's freaking me out more than any of these fucking ghost stories. Now you're give me an existential crisis on a what Tuesday. You're a third eye or something like. Don't, I don't be know, talking about third eyes and chakras now. This is the last thing I need. Get on a fucking <laughs> twenty-two-hour plane. Oh my Reiki. god! Yeah, freaking. <laughs> okay, that's that's it from us. As I mentioned, we are taking two weeks off the main feed while I'm away, but there will be it's business as usual over on Patreon. We have a movie club and we have a regular schmegular pop culture episode on a celebrity. If you want to know what it is, you're just gonna have to subscribe. And then we yeah. are back as normal from the week of. The, Whenever the 29th will be when you'd be getting an episode, so that oh would God, be kind of business back as usual. Um, if there's anything you I mean, want, that'll be Christmas. That's why you're in the Christmas brain. When you come back, it's Christmas. It baby. is Christmas. That's it's what I'm on. saying. It's on, bitch. But on that, if anyone has any, we'll probably do a Christmas movie club. We'll probably do at least one. I'm not sure if we can commit to anything else beyond that. But if there's anything Christmas movie club wise you'd like us to watch. Please let us know. It's fanagansbackers.gmail.com. And as I already mentioned, we're on social media and always taking suggestions suggestions um excellent yeah have a have a have a halloween has already happened now before you say whatever you're about to say no i was gonna try to think of something australian have a bitching time down under bitching is definitely more american but anyway thank you i'm gonna have a flame and galah good holiday have a have a ride on ride oh i'm begging you stop i'm actually actually asking you to stop now all right, though. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.